Welcome to We're Watching What? I'm your host Dana or the DHK and once again I'm joined by Jackie and Matt for a roundtable and this week we are watching and also not watching a lot of television because we are preparing for the Emmys and it turned out that this year there were such a limited set of shows nominated for what we would consider the kind of mainstream primetime Emmys and Fortunately or unfortunately, the three of us had not seen that many of them. And I don't know if that's the worst thing because I think it more reflects on the fact that only a limited set of shows were nominated this year. And that's not to say that there aren't quality shows being produced. I think it has more to do with the actual Emmy voting guidelines and rules and what studios choose to submit for certain categories. And also there are many categories of Emmy. We took a look at mostly what are considered the primetime ones, the ones that in a normal year would be on a telecast. I think they're still being telecast this year, but obviously there won't be this big award ceremony with all of the same people and all of Hollywood in a room because you can't gather like that. And look, we're not experts in some of the more technical bylaws of Emmy voting, and so there are probably a lot of things we got wrong. So that being said, we have some categories that we do feel strongly about, so please take a listen. Yeah. Drama, drama series is a weird one to start. All right, let's let's start with drama series. Which right. I have like I feel like I have the least vested interest in this except for maybe Mandalorian. I, full disclosure for me, as far as like, I mean, I love television. I watch a lot of it, but I don't, I can't say I've seen every single oh, thing on all 100% these the same. And so, yeah, I like this is just like same disclosure. I'm yeah, not this is that. kind of like, you know, like, oh, this one's my favorite. This is what I think, unless there's one that I think is just so much better than the other ones. I've, you know, some categories I've seen a lot, you know. So. Yeah, I think that is the interesting thing about television and the Emmys, though. It's like, I appreciate that it's broken, like this and like the Globes are broken up by genre, right? Where it's like, okay, well, we're not pitting. The Oscars are so crazy because it's like, oh, well, these are such different movies. How can you really compare them at all? which right. is its own separate right. thing. The Emmys get really weird because I'm like, these shows are so different from each other. I don't I don't care about half these shows, right. you know? And I feel like most general audiences also wouldn't care about half the shows in some categories versus the other, And but they're all pitted together. And te yeah. television is so broad well, now. I think that it actually gives a chance to anything that's not a drama because of course, like everyone considers drama the most serious category. Well, yeah, speaking of, I'm like, oh, I didn't even realize The Mandalorian is nominated as the best drama series, which I love. Like, I love that one. It's a purely streaming show and that it made its way in. But two, I'm like, you can't, it's not going to win against Better Call Saul or The Crown or, you know, well, it doesn't Handmaid's Tale. Here, if we're going to be really honest, it wasn't great. I mean, I loved it, but yeah, I, but I think I think it's a it's a different show, right? It's a different. It's aimed at a very different audience than right. like The Crown. <laughs> I mean, I liked the last episode of it really well, but I think until then, just I guess for me, and this is just like an expectation thing. So maybe second season, but I won't feel the same way. But I really wanted more continuity between the episodes. I wasn't really interested in like the anthology type. Mm feel that I had. I, I can understand that. It felt very insular, you know, but I mean, that's what they wanted. Obviously, yeah, I yeah. just, that's not what I wanted from it. So, you know, that's not. Right, it definitely achieved what it was going for. And it's yeah. Well made, <laughs> yeah. For Does sure. anyone have a horse in the drama series race? Like, I'm like, I love killing Eve. <laughs> I, I, I think if I had to, I mean, I've seen a good number of these and I think I'd have to give it to Ozark. I, I have an obsession with Ozark. I love it. I I have not watched Ozark. Like I watched the first episode and yeah, I ooh, and I couldn't it, get into the first episode. So then it I doesn't even watch. strike me as something that I would particularly like. To be honest, I I checked it out because I love uh, Laura Linney and Jason Bateman. So when I like first when it, like when it was on at that first season or whatever, and um, yeah, I just got like really sucked in. I'm gonna actually go, even though I haven't seen it. I don't know if it's just because the people I follow really really are into it, but I'm gonna go with Succession. Because all I've heard is how wonderful that show is all yeah. year. I watched a couple episodes of that one. It got so I think actually the same I had the same issue with Ozark and Succession. And I don't think it's 
it's the shows are too successful in how they execute. I remember when I first watched Breaking Bad, I watched the first like six episodes or something like that, or like maybe like three. And I was just like, I am too stressed out in my real life to watch this show. Like it is too <laughs> intense for me. And so I took maybe, yeah. yeah, well, like I took like a year or a couple of years off before I finally really got into Breaking Bad. And then I watched all of it, yeah. but I was like, I'm not in a, a healthy enough, like sane enough place in my life right now where I can yeah. watch an Ozark or I can watch yeah, a Ozark's succession. Like that, yeah. Oh, I think that's the problem with empathetic people is that like sometimes we just can't do it because yeah. it's too much. That's how I feel about Handmaid's Tale. I can't actually watch it. Like there's, like I watch, I mean, I'll go through phases where I can and I'll binge it. Yeah. I can't watch it on a regular basis. That shit fucks me up. Yeah. I'll, I'll binge it and then I'll, I'll wait, like some gap will happen and I'll be like, no, okay. And then I'll just like leave off for a while. Like I haven't watched the last season. Yeah. See, like the thing about Handmaid's Tale, I, I love Handmaid's Tale. And the thing about it though, is it's like, it's kind of um, Dragon Tattoo in that way where, except for spread across all these seasons where it's like, you have to go through all of this horrifying shit, which all of it's horrifying, but you have to go through all this, like really just like heavy, like uh, to get to the point where finally we're kind of like, Right, this girl's, you know, she's. <laughs> I, yeah, I dropped off before you know? <laughs> that part, so. But that's what I mean. It's like you got to go through a lot, and right. it, it never, it never becomes not a lot. But you know. <laughs> all right, I I would agree that I think I think it will go to Ozark or Succession. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't want to count out Killing Eve though. I Killing Eve is something. Killing Eve is great, but the last, yeah. the next, the previous season was not as good as the first season. I True. Think. Now, also, do we? Do you guys know what? Where's the cutoff here as far as years? That's what confuses me about. I also, I do not know because- okay. because if this is including, because I'm like, a lot of these shows, it's like, okay, so Ozark, that just had a season three this year, but is the season two we're talking about? The three I was think better? it's season two, it's last year, right? Because like, and Mandalorian is last calendar year. Yeah. Killing Eve only had two seasons and that's last year. So and actually Handmaids hasn't been, in a, that was last year for sure. So maybe we're okay. thinking, because I'm like, depending on how far we go into this, I'm like, where is Little Fires Everywhere for me? Ooh, good question. <laughs> Oh, and I don't, is, but I don't know if that's next year, maybe. It's, I, I don't. it's, it's limited, limited series. series. It's limited series, which we'll get to momentarily. Oh, because it's not, a, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so moving on to comedy series, the nominees are Curb Your Enthusiasm, Dead to Me, The Good Place, Insecure, Kaminsky Method, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Schitt's Creek, and What We Do in the Shadows. I have more of a vested interest in this category than the other one. <laughs> I have a way, way more. I think the thing, of course, is, is that the problem... I'm having is The Good Place and Schitt's Creek both had their last seasons. I don't know if this is their last season nomination though. So Hold sometimes on. what you mean, like if it is, sometimes they might be the Return of the King thing. If or... The Good Place, it's the last season and it's not the last season for Schitt's Creek, then I think it's The Good Place wins. But Schitt's Creek also has a huge following and it's possibly about the last season too. Okay, I'm looking up for the eligibility. Um, okay. Obviously I'm obsessed with Dead to Me. So if I had, a personal. So Emmy Award not eligibility is June 1st, 2019 through May 31st, 2020. Okay. Entries can begin as early as February, but they have until May 31st, I assume, to like air. So yeah, so we are looking at basically like the bridge between. When did Schitt's Creek's last season air? This, it, within that period. Yeah. Okay, so I think. I think it'll go to Schitt's Creek then. I, think I hope so. I do love what we do in the shadows though. I would honestly probably just personal taste i would want i would give it to dead to me i love that show or insecure but or shit's creek i don't know there's so many i know jackie's probably choosing what we do in the shadows <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I think not I, like what we do in the shadows i hate it what <laughs> terrible well, okay what? to be fair i have not seen the television show i've only seen the movie oh, true, yeah 
So uh, I don't know. Maybe I mean, you don't look, I mean, they're different, but if you don't like the movie, you're not going to like Right. Um, <laughs> and I was just, it's so, like, everyone told me how great this movie was and how much I needed to watch it. And I was, like, so excited. And so we were watching it, like, spirit watching it, you know, like, start at the same time. We were never not in the same place. And um, it was high. And I was, like, really, you know, and I did not, I didn't laugh at all. <laughs> I just, I hated it. I find it's, that very upsetting. <laughs> Because I love that. I love that movie. And then I love the show. It's just so weird. I do worry because I feel like Kaminsky Method and Marvelous Mrs. Maisel before have, yes, they have. Just come in and the, the voters just love them. And I can't I feel stand. Like Jake has to do it though. I think. Uh, yeah, I got to say, I, I was wondering if it was controversial of me, but I'm feeling very over Miss Maisel. Like I, I actually liked the first season quite a bit and I you know, watched it, you know, but I don't know, I'm kind of over it. <laughs> I cannot, I, that is a show I will not watch because I, I like I hear it in the background my parents will watch it and yeah. I'll I'll hear it's it and it just like it gives me a headache <laughs> yeah. oh I really like it but I I didn't love this last season so mm -hmm. I kind of feel like I'm not I as lost obsessed season. with it yeah I don't know I haven't seen Comiskey Method though that's what that's one of like what Michael Douglas and stuff like that it's just like I want to say Alan Arkin it's just aimed at like a voting base right like it's aimed at an Emmy voting base so I tried like, it I didn't really get into it but also, Curb, Curb could always like people seem to love. Curb. I don't watch Curb. Yeah, that's, I really don't watch. That is. Wow, I feel like I feel like I feel like Shit's Creek got it. I really feel that. I hope Shit's Creek gets it. I but think Shakira was also it, spectacular. Yeah. Like it was. I love The Good Place too. Like I think The Good Place was in a fantastic show. But yeah, I was gonna say for for Insecure, especially like I mean I've loved every season, but especially this last one I thought like was so good that like if that's encompassed in this, and I think it is based on the dates you said, that's a good one. But yeah, I don't know. There's. This is a tough one, but I think I think that might give it to Schitt's Creek for sure. It's it's possible. I think it has enough insider. Like moving on to to limited series, which that you should be excited about. Uh, Little Fires Everywhere, Mrs. America, Unbelievable, Orthodox, and Watchmen. I like most of those. I want to I want to give it to Little Fires Everywhere. I do think they'll give it to Watchmen. I don't. You don't. I, but the actors from Watchmen weren't nominated the first year. Is this the first year for Watchmen? I don't know. Quarantine yeah, makes me so it is. It's the first. Um, yeah, they like I, at least with the I want to say the globe like they they have just overlooked a lot of the performances, and so I feel like they're not gonna they're certainly not gonna give it as a show as overall. Yeah, it's true. Then I just I think I America just, was fantastic too. It. Though I love. I mean, obviously, I love Little Fires. I didn't watch Little Fires. This is America. I liked the first like few episodes, and then it really. I watched the whole thing, but I like couldn't wait for it to end. It really tapered off for me. But um, obviously, performances were fantastic. But unbelievable is devastating. Like that yes. was a devastating series. Yeah. What, what What is that one? It's on Netflix, and it's about basically like people not believing. Um, victims like sexual assault victims and like, rape uh, victims and, like, like but it's it's so painful but it's so good like the performances are just it's Mer Merritt Weaver from well I was gonna say run which we shouldn't that's not what I would associate her with but um like uh, she's from she was from Nurse Jackie Tony oh yeah Tony Collette duh oh, yeah and then um what Caitlin Dever Dever how you say her yeah um she she's such a good actress Yes, I agree. She's been around for a minute, but uh, kind of an up and comer. I always think like it's just like but she's in so up. much recently. She she's did. Book Smart. She was great in Book Smart, and then I loved her in um, Short Term Twelve. Oh, I didn't um, see that. Oh, you have Short to Term Twelve like, is so good. Two thousand thirteen. Yeah, Brie Larson, and yeah, it's it's really really good. Yeah, I wanted to watch Unorthodox also, but I haven't. I, that's another one I started, and yeah, I didn't. I, really get it. I, 
all of these to be perfectly honest i loved watchmen what i've seen of it i actually haven't finished it because it stresses me out so much that i just don't Very watch fair. It. yep i'm gonna i'm gonna say little fires everywhere i think hulu's also like their team their marketing team just has yeah. has the power there that's what i would give it to just based on what i love yeah. that's fair i, I love mean i would watchmen. i would give it to watchmen but yeah i loved every episode of that thing we'll have to have a whole watchmen talk dana oh yes Yes. I, I know you brought up Watchmen last time and I was like, how do you <laughs> feel about Ashabeo? Uh, yeah, it's very complicated. <laughs> yeah, that's, we'll save that for, we'll save yeah, that for. Um, all right, so moving on to lead actor in a drama series. Again, I feel, oh, Jason Bateman for Ozark, Sterling K. Brown for This Is Us, Steve Carell for The Morning Show, Brian Cox for Succession, Billy Porter for Pose, and Jeremy Strong for Succession. I thought Steve Carell was incredible on in The Morning Show, actually. Really? Yeah, I think he did yeah. really well. I just full disclosure love 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 that show. <laughs> so I'm gonna think that about a lot of these people. But I, I gotta say my Jason Bateman Ozark. But yeah, I don't know. It's hard because I didn't. I don't love Pose. Okay, I, I watched <gasps> like the first season. Of, I think it's incredible. Like like the everything they're doing, and I think like it's made really well. I don't think a lot of the acting is great. I just it, it like bugs me. I watched the whole first season, a little bit of the second, but I will say I thought Billy Porter carried the entire thing. And I yes. think it's incredible. And so like, if he got it, it would be no qualms for me, you know? If it was what I want to win, it's going to be Billy Porter in a heartbeat, right? Because I think just the performance, like the representation- He's the whole heart of that show, you know? Yeah, like, which is kind of weird because it is a show a, a lot about like the trans community and he mm -hmm. is not a trans person. I just think his character on that show is, but it's also, it feels like it's pretty much him, you know? And I don't yeah, know but... if they'll reward that, but I, I and feel like they won't reward that until it's over. They did reward somebody. He got an award, which was I was yeah, it did, it did win something. At, yeah, like, last I time. get the Globes and the Emmys, so like it's also yeah, everything is a blur right now. I want to talk about Morning Show though because I I thought I would hate it. I thought I would absolutely hate it, and I didn't hate it. So that's ba baseline. Like okay, yeah. but I didn't I didn't think it was as <laughs> I think of all the Apple TV Plus shows, it was certainly the best one. But like I did not. <laughs> Defending no, really Jacob, though. Defending Jacob. Oh, I didn't watch Defending Jacob. You have to. That one also seemed like a dark one that I was like, I don't have the, I don't have the yeah, it's, it's emotional heavy. bandwidth right now. Heavy, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't want to watch that one. <laughs> really? Yeah. I mean, I want to, I guess, but it, I feel like you, you'd love a good mystery. I do. I think, I think Jason Bateman, Ozark. I like, I think Succession will split oh. its own vote and yeah, people seem to love Ozark. Yeah. I mean, and Jason, I mean, he's, God, he's good in it. And I, I haven't kept, I mean, I watched the first like five episodes of This Is Us when it was airing and I couldn't really do it, but. Oh, that is not, I'm uh, not, yeah, that show is not aimed at me. That's not I, I mean, me. I love Or any, any of us, I don't think, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I love Sterling and I, I believe the nom, I just don't, you know. I, yeah, I'm sure Sterling. it's wonderfully acted. I just, it's not my thing. Yeah. yeah. And then Succession, like of what I've seen of those two, like they're good, it's, they're good actors, right? They're yeah. great, but it's it's just not, I don't. But I think I don't, know. Right. I don't know how it's gonna go. And nor do I care, honestly, that's the other thing. Like, yeah. I'll be happy if Billy Porter wins, but I'm not gonna be like, yeah. you know. That However, thing. this next category, I do think we'll have more opinions on. We're getting oh, yeah. the good, so it's lead actress in a drama series. So it's Jennifer Aniston for The Morning Show, Olivia Coleman for The Crown, Jodie Comer for Killing Eve, Laura Linney for Ozark, Sandra Oh for Killing Eve, mm. and Zendaya for Euphoria. Mm. Sandra, I'm gonna, Sandra Oh. I'm gonna full disclosure, I have not seen Euphoria yet. Oh, that's a, that's a, you need, you need time for that too. Right. Yeah. I was like, I watched like a third of that and was like, oh. Ooh, <clears throat> this is not a world. It was so good. It was so good. But it was like, oh, I didn't want to know this. This underworld of these yeah. kids right now is something I was like, oh, I didn't need, I didn't need to know that that's what's It's one of those shows. So it is so beautifully shot. It's just like, it's, yeah, it's something else. It's very different. I just uh, did not. If she came that. in, 
I think if she won, she'd be the underdog. I do, but I oh one hundred percent. If she came in and took it, I wouldn't be mad about it. But I have to go with my girl Jen. I'm sorry, Jennifer. Really? Yeah, I, I just thought she was, and this is again, it's probably bias here because, like, I mean, full disclosure, Jennifer Aniston was my first crush as a child, as Rachel Green. I, I'm obsessed with Jennifer Aniston. I've been riding the Jennifer Aniston train my entire life, just like Jen, 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 Jen. I, she's one of the. I just love her so much, and I think she's talented, but I think she's gotten really boxed in. I wouldn't say she's normally like, oh, she should be out there and she's like a, a just a Meryl Streep walking around that's unrecognized. It's not like that. It's just she's, I think she's talented where she fits. And I thought that the morning show was so different for her. And I really thought she nailed it. And a lot of her scenes, um, primarily with actually like Steve Carell, Jackie, you mentioned him. I think like a lot of those scenes are just job. so powerful. And I, I thought everyone on that show totally killed it, to be clear. But um, I, I, would, I would think I would give it to her. But I mean, I wouldn't be mad if Laura or Sandra or I mean, any of them, Jody. But I think Killing Eve, it might split the vote, like you mentioned with Succession. I think it's tough because I, I, I guess they are co-leads. Like, there's no other way to say it. But I, I always look at Sandra O oh as the lead of that show. But I think it's because I, I want to look at her too. as the lead of that show. But Sandra <laughs> is just so incredible in that show. I yeah. think, but I think because season two was not as strong, like, they will... Yeah. I think it was strong, but it just was not as it wasn't strong as, as first sensation, right? Right. And then... Going off that, I would say, I mean, God, award shows love Olivia Coleman. I love her too, but I don't love The Crown. Mm -mm. Um, from what I, 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 didn't really I like get watching it, but I don't think it necessarily. Yeah. Although I, I am excited because now it's starting, like the next season is going to be like people who I'm more familiar with. Yeah. I'm like, that, oh. That got me, me a little more like, oh, maybe I need to get back into this because I don't. I think I, get into I, it. I yeah, when I say I don't love it, it's not something where I think it's badly made or not a good show at all. It's of just course, something yeah. I just get kind of bored. It's so I think it's one of those shows that also had a hard time with me just because of expectation. Because like I love royal stories and I love historical like romancy type things, and like then he turned out to be a terrible husband in the first season, and I was just like, this is not what I signed up for. But I like the, like, I wouldn't have known that, you know? And so it's like, oh, okay. Like, I thoroughly enjoy The Crown, but I don't think it, it awards stick to Olivia Coleman, like, flies to fly paper. Like, I know the thing. And, well, I think she's just so, like, fun and cool as a person. Everyone just loves her. It's kind of the George Clooney thing, you know what I mean? Where it's, it's like, Clooney, oh, she's yeah. very yeah. talented. But George is just, like, historically the nice guy in Hollywood. So everyone just loves this guy. I do love her award speeches. Like, I, oh, I would not be upset terrible. for. Uh, to, to hear no, her. I mean, that. I love her and I would want her to win. That's my thing is I'm never mad when she wins. I just, yeah. like, <laughs> you know, I get I mean? a little upset. I'm like, yeah. like she's just one of those people who has more charisma than all of the most charismatic people in a room. Yeah. Which is like a George Clooney thing. I don't think, though, on screen she does. I think in some of her roles, you know, but I'm like, yeah. but. But anyway, uh, but that's the, I, the thing is, like, George Clooney's not a really great actor. George Clooney's not a good actor, I don't think. No, but he has, everyone loves like him, him because he's just got such crazy, yeah. <laughs> I mean, these days nice. he actually probably is one of my favorite Batman. Like, <laughs> like in, in now that we've had more and more, like, uh, yeah. Jackie, after your comment last week about Lisa Silverstone not being a Batgirl and now saying George Clooney's not good, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's a lot. It's we'll a lot to take in. There is a lot. Yeah. This is going to be a friendship breaking podcast. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to be friends anymore for this. 10 yeah. years down the road. <laughs> we're going to take a super quick break and be right back. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. So, lead actor in a comedy series Anthony Anderson for Blackish, Don Cheadle for Black Monday, Ted Danson for The Good Place, Michael Douglas for The Kaminsky Method, Eugene Levy for Schitt's Creek, and Rami Yusuf for Rami. Or, I'm, well, God, I've I mean, only seen two of those shows. So. I know. Well, actually, listen, Black Monday is really good. I don't think that he's going to, Don Cheadle's going to win, but it's a very good show if you have not I was going to say, it. I like Black Monday, and I, I 
Yeah, I think Don. I mean, I don't, I don't know that I think he'll win. I think, I don't know if you guys have seen Rami, you know, um, that was pretty good too. It was good, but it's one of those things where it's kind of like Rami Yosef, like probably playing Rami Yosef. So it's like, <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Right. Experiences, you know, so it's like, um, it's hard to say. And maybe, maybe this will be a thing with Shit's Creek ending. Maybe they'll do a sweep. I mean, I don't know. I would. I, I do think it's interesting that Dan Levy was not nominated for lead actor. And this is one of those weird, like inside baseball where, you know, like they get to choose who they want to nominate and all this stuff. And they maybe thought that Eugene had a better chance, but like, that, I, I don't think of Eugene Levy as the lead of Shit's Creek. No. And I think, oh, Dan, I think he's fun. Yeah, I yeah. think, I think Dan is up for supporting. Yeah. So uh, they clearly, it's probably like we talked about splitting the vote. They probably don't want to split it. So they're just choosing to say some of them are supporting and some of them, but I think I would have reversed that. Yeah, I, I agree. But I think I think it's this is where like the politicking in awards comes into, right? And it's not fun where it's like, oh, okay, yeah. well, we think this has a better chance against, yeah. you know. I mean, it was it was um, get out in comedy, right? You know, for yeah. the group. Right, right. <laughs> it was like, wait, what? Yeah. It's like, that's not, did we watch the same movie? Yeah, I was like, Ooh, I, didn't, I didn't laugh <laughs> I in that. I mean, I thought it was very stressful. I thought it was very stressful. So stressful. Yeah, I did not find that funny. Like, didn't laugh at all. I didn't find well, it. the friend, but that's it. <laughs> it, it, it was like, it's like, it's a comedy variety or musical. I was like, did I miss a sequence? Did I, yeah. did I miss like a musical moment? All right, we'll see. We'll see on this one. I also think like, this is one of those ones where I'm like, Michael Douglas has won in years past. For, I don't understand why. Maybe I just- I don't yeah. think he's that great of an actor either. I don't know. I don't know. I, I think he's great in plenty of things. I just don't think Kaminsky method is it. But Ted Danson could win for Good Place. Like he's yeah. supposed to be good on that. He's really good in that. But I don't know. I don't have a horse in that race, really. This I have a horse in the next race though, and it's oh. good. I actually have two. I shouldn't refer. We shouldn't refer them as horses. They're people. Um, <laughs> lead actress in a comedy series. So Christina Applegate for Dead to Me. Rachel Brajnahan for Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Linda Cardellini for Dead to Me, Catherine O'Hara for Shit's Creek, Issa Rae for Insecure, and Tracy Ellis Ross for Blackish. I often find it's these women categories that like I it, I I can't even choose. It's just there's so I literally want everyone to win. It's like then this you is want everyone to, really like well, this is another one where I feel like Christina and Linda, like it might split the vote and Again, it will. And it's so unfair are. because they both do so good. Well, even though they both are, it's like their shows. I think of it as Christine Applegate's show. I don't know why, but yeah. I, I know they they are both the leads, you know, in that. But it's um, so I probably I think Christina Applegate is just uh. But then Catherine O'Hara and Shit's Creek. Are you kidding me? That for uh, me, especially if it's for the last season. Oh yeah. And I mean, insecure. I think Issa Rae does such. Also, a that I mean, Issa Rae uh, deserves so much for everything. I hadn't watched Insecure until the quarantine, so I wait. Oh, yeah. yeah, I watched all of it in one go, and I was just oh. like, "Oh, I have been missing." I Everyone is correct. Newest, I haven't watched the newest. Oh my god, the newest season was so good. It's just—it's a show that I think has done a really good job evolving because in the beginning you could see it's like, oh, okay, I can understand how like this started as a web series and like. Yeah tried to port a lot of it over but then it just yeah. finds its groove and well and I was I was worried like you know I loved the first season and then I remember do you remember like I don't know if you remember seeing that the billboards for season two were out and it was Issa on this like float in the in a pool and in a bikini and it was this thing where it was like she had like the first season did so well and then she had like you know trimmed off some pounds and got really just even though she wasn't even you know but she like went and got Hollywoodized and kind of it was like oh no is this like becoming you know like yeah is this selling out and then it didn't it just was like the the weird marketing for it was a little off but like the show has felt so authentic yeah and just like real all the way through I love yes. it yes I, I think the female friendships on that show are just so refreshing because even though they're yeah they're Kevin. so hyperbolized but they are like <laughs> I'm like oh no this feels real so I would I mean I would be I would love if she took it I wouldn't be surprised if 
you know, if and when that series ends, like they were waiting to give it to her as like a mm. whole thing kind of we're talking about, you know? Um, yeah, because it's incredible. But I, I hate that methodology because it's like, oh, then no. if one, if something else comes out that no. last year that is sensational or whatever, it just completely I robs. I, I hate these, like, what are they? They're like the achievement awards, right? They're totally. like, yeah. yeah. It was, it was literally like pretending that Return of the King was that much better than either other Lord of the Rings movie. Like, totally. no, they didn't deserve a award. That's what we, but that deserved all of them. But they knew, you know. You know. But like, did oh, they, like, something could, else could have come out that year and it would have been like, really? I know, that's what's so that. annoying about it, right? It's so frustrating. Um, there is one person in this category who I will be upset if they win, and that is Rachel Brosnahan for Marvel's Mrs. Maisel because I have made my feelings on that show clear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then they'll thank the what's their faces again. And it's just, I can't, I can't watch another win for that. I'm sorry. There are better things out there. Well, and I, say, I like I like Blackish Totally Fight as well. I'm kind of, I don't know. I, I watch it, and it, it's kind of background sitcom for me half the time. Where it's like, so I guess I don't pay attention to it all that much to be like, oh, these are award-winning performances. Yeah, or, I don't. But, I don't have a strong. Feeling but I think about they're it. all great at what they're doing in it. So you know what yeah. I mean. So it's like, okay, great. You know. So I'm not mad about it, but I wouldn't have. I wouldn't predict it. Right. I just don't know enough about that one. I think to. Yeah. Um, lead actor in a limited series or movie. We've got Jeremy Irons for Watchmen. Uh, Hugh Jackman for Bad Education, Paul Mescal for Normal People, Jeremy Pope for Hollywood, and Mark Ruffalo for I Know This Much Is True. I need to watch Normal People because I have heard spectacular things about it, and I yeah. don't know how to acquire it. Yeah, I haven't watched that. I actually haven't seen enough of these, I think, to even... I don't, yeah. I Well, I, I saw... I mean, I watched Watchmen. I watched Watchmen. That's it, though. I watched Bad Education. I, I liked that okay. I wasn't like... Yeah. But Mark Ruffalo and I Know This Much Is True is pretty remarkable. I watched part of it, and again, it got very heavy. And, and it you know, is. He's, he's playing against himself, so exactly. double the screen time. Like, and he's one of those ones where, like, Mark, like, I feel like he's very, uh, very distinctive. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like the fact that he plays against himself and it like works is to me just like a testament. I, I think he could, he could take it. To be honest, I think so too. I think if there was an underdog, I think again, not having seen it, but hearing about it, normal people generated a lot of buzz. And like, I think it, it I think like the year when Rami won for, you know, uh, Rami Yusuf won for Rami, it's one of those things where it's like, oh, enough of the right people saw it. And then it yeah. generates the right attention. We'll move on to lead actress in a limited series or movie for our, our beloved Kate Blanchett. I feel safe in saying our beloved uh, um, for Mrs. America, Shira Haas, Shira Haas for Unorthodox, Regina King for Watchmen, who is also a beloved of mine. Octavia Spencer for Self Made and Carrie Washington for Little Fires Everywhere. Has anyone seen or heard of Self Made? I just yes. read it. And I was like, I, I don't watched, know what this I've is. Heard of it? I watched I it on Netflix. It. Yeah, it's like a four part. I think four or six part. Huh. Um, it was good. It was really good, and she's great. I would not give it to her over like Carrie or Kate in this category. I mean, Regina carries Watchmen though. Like, she does. I love Regina as well. I think. I think I'm. And I'm sorry, Kate, but I think I'm gonna give it to Carrie Washington. I don't have a feeling on it, but like a personal investment, but I think Carrie Washington could win it for this. I thought yeah. she, man, she was- She was so I mean, good. Woof, yeah, that that show. I, I I just loved it. And and I my bias against Mrs. America also, the problem is I love Kate. I mean, I, as you, you mentioned already, but you know, Kate is one of, she's a, she's a deity. And she, she is so good that by like episode like six or seven of that show, it kind of got to a point where like hearing her voice got disturbing to me because she was so convincing and so good as this woman that I did not like at all <laughs> in the least, politically that it started to like I was like oh my god I don't want to get to a point where Kate Blanchett's voice is like nails on the chalkboard to me because they're like it, like it, but she's so good and convincing that it was getting there so I need I needed a palate cleanser so that's to me the, the sign of a great actor right where it's like yeah. oh okay oh. like I, you can take my love for you and destroy it 
like good great and then i think you'll build it back up i really do but oh, yeah. of course <laughs> yeah. i mean i complete yeah. faith in but yeah if she took it i would not be mad but i think i'm going carrie i think it's interesting so i was looking up the the previous category there's only one person of color yeah actually i should double check on paul Mescal, but i'm pretty sure so only jeremy pope is a person of color in yeah. the lead actor but in lead actors we've got three and it's i always feel like it's tough because i feel like they do push a lot of the kind of diversity and it's not to say that these characters or people and actors are not in the roles for the corresponding category but it, it is sure. weird like the actress categories tend to have more diversity and i'm like why why is this not more spread across the board because white men run everything oh yeah that so if they're like well we can do diversity but we're not going to get rid of our white men roles we're going to do it for right. women. yeah it's frustrating um, yeah and now I'm, I mentioned I'm going either Perry or regina i think regina did sorry i have kittens yeah. um yeah I would, I would like for Regina to win, but I, I will, <clears throat> Carrie Washington is a spectacular actress. So. I didn't want to ignore, you did mention Jeremy Pope from before, we didn't really talk about him. I didn't really love the show Hollywood, but he was great. I thought like, I'm excited to see what he does beyond that. I thought there were some good actors in there. Yeah, I, I watched most of it. No, I did not love it, but I, but yeah. you know. I yeah. only watched most of it too. I didn't watch yeah. all of it, so. We're terrible, but we're not, because there's so much to watch and not watch at the same time. I also am somebody who like does not believe you should have to finish a series just because you No, I think the first the first episode's job is to get you to want to watch another one and and then you might give it like up to three. And if three has not captured me, like it's not worth my time. I just don't like it. I cannot handle when people are like, you have to watch the first season. No, I'm not watching a season worth of TV. No, I'm not. Yeah. We say that, but then like Parks and Rec is a show where you had to, I had to get through the first season and it is now one of my favorite shows of all time. You know, where the first season is just bad because it's trying to be the office in Pawnee, but but I'm so glad that I stayed through the first season because then it became its own show and became spectacular, but you kind of, you did need to have like that context for the I think character. It depends. I think it depends on whether, how you're feeling about it. Like like Parks and Rec, I I agree with what you're saying, but I also enjoyed the first season of Swear. Like it wasn't like a- Yeah, I enjoyed it fine. It wasn't a total chore for me to watch it. You know what I mean? Like I, I was like, okay, but I actually was watching it while it was airing and I watched it. Oh, not, so was I. Not knowing it was getting better. But that's the thing is I watched it and I wasn't like, oh, this has to improve. It's just kind of like, I liked it enough. But some shows I'm like, I am falling asleep. I'm not into this at all. Like even if someone's like, oh, but it gets so good in second season, I'm kind of like, I I have to like it at least, you know? Like, yeah, I have, to have, I have to have some nugget of wanting to keep going, like yeah, whatever it is, you know? And it doesn't always get that. Yeah. I feel like the the being willing to jettison a show is something I've developed later in life before it was like, no, I gotta yeah. finish it, I gotta finish oh, it. Oh, I mean, Matt and I have watched plenty of awful movies without walking out. Oh yeah, I don't think I've, I've only walked out of, no, I don't think I've ever walked out of a movie. No. I have. We did uh, The Host. We walked out of The Host, it was so Sorry, bad. Portia. Yeah, we did on The Host. We didn't, however, walk out of G-Force. We watched that. Well, that's, you, that's just an <laughs> exercise in pain. And we only meant to watch the trailers. So well, we went in because because basically, you know, because of who I am, the 3D <laughs> version of like the Alice in Wonderland trailer was on it. And at that time, I was still really excited about this movie. And we were like, okay, well, we were coming out of another movie and we were like, let's just go watch the trailer. It's starting, whatever. It was the last trailer on there and we were like basking in it and stuff. It was like, it was a cool teaser and stuff. And we're just like, oh, okay, cool. And then the movie had started all of a sudden. And then it was like, well, we can't leave. Like we don't we leave. We felt guilty about leaving despite the yeah. fact that it was hamsters. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've fallen asleep in plenty of movies. I feel like that's about as. <laughs> and then we did actually leave the host, which was shocking. We left the host, yeah. Good on you. Okay, moving on to supporting actor in a drama series. Giancarlo Esposito for Better Call Saul. 
Bradley Whitford for The Handmaid's Sale. Not gonna lie, didn't know he was on that show. That's how far behind I am. Uh, Billy Crudup for The Morning Show. Mark Duplass for The Morning Show. Nicholas Braun for Succession. Kieran Culkin for Succession. Matthew McFadden for Succession. Jeffrey Wright for Westworld. Wait, Matthew McFadden on that show? Interesting. Yeah. yeah. His character's interesting on that one. But that's, that's a lot of, first of all, that's a lot of nominees from a very limited pool of shows. Yeah, really. I don't think any of the succession winners can win since they're all nominated. I mean, you never know. You never know. I think Billy Crudup was so incredible in the morning show, though. Yeah, I actually would say Mark Duplass over him, though, to be honest. I would, too. I love Mark Mark Duplass. I think that's just, like, a personal affinity. No, yeah, but he was so good and so different than, like, he usually is. But Billy... They were both, yeah, I mean, that's were both true. Great. God, he was so good. I don't know. And then like Bradley Whitford's great in Hammond's Tale, but I, I think I'm going with Giancarlo Esposito. I really think he's in it. I just, I mean, think really? about his career. It's like, he's got this, he's got Mandalorian, even though it's not for that, but it's like, and he's just a, from Breaking, Breaking Bad, just like a fan fave, you know? Like every, I just feel that's like- That's true, that's true. I, I love him. I could not get into Better Call Saul, even though I loved Breaking Bad. I know they're totally different shows, but I just, sure, I, watched, I watched like a season of it. If this had been for a previous season, I would have said I would have wanted Jeffrey Wright for Westworld to win, but that show just fell off the rails so hard. This, I like, normally, like the first two seasons or whatever of Westworld, I was like, I, you know, I couldn't right. wait for Sundays. I just was like um, waiting. I was like, nobody talk to me. If you make a sound during the show, I will murder you. And then the third season, I was like, oh yeah, that's happening. Yeah, love Jeffrey though. So I mean, if you absolutely, but I don't think if we're talking about deserve, you know, I again, I don't believe in achievement, like lifetime achievement ones. So I think, I think he'll also be in other stuff that you know, is award worthy. Continuing on, I mean, he's about to be Commissioner Gordon, isn't he? (laughs) That is true. And he's also Felix from James Bond, and he's yeah, yeah. I could see Giancarlo Esposito for Better Call Saul. I could see. I could see one of the succession people, like, since we yeah. don't really watch it, like, one of them actually, like, I've, Kieran Culkin was good in the episodes I watched. Like, he is, yeah. like, out of control. That'd like be fun for Matthew McFadden to take that. I would love that, Mr. Yeah. Darcy. <laughs> <laughs> we'll you love that journey from Mr. Darcy, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> he was on, he was on the, the spy show in the UK that I watched a bunch of seasons of. Oh, I didn't watch it. It was, like, MI6 or something, right? Yeah, uh, so <laughs> oh, the name in the UK is slightly too extremely offensive, I'm pretty sure. It's Spooks. Um, yep, that, that did, which is why it was renamed on my five, but but we watched a lot of that, watched a lot of that. He also was in a really good movie this year called The Assistant. I think Jackie, didn't you see that with me? Mm Mm-hmm, that's good. Uh, Yeah, that was a good one with my Julia Garner. Came out right before The Core. Yeah, very, very intense, but like, just good. Really good. I think it's on, you can buy it. I think so, yeah, I think I saw it on a list of, um, okay, here's a, here's one that we actually all have probably vested interest in: <laughs> supporting actors in a drama series. You can't make me choose. I'm I just, know. So I can't do it. Laura Dern for Big Little Lies, Meryl Streep for Big Little Lies, Helena Bonham Carter for The Crown, Samira Wiley for Handmaid's Tale, Fiona Shaw for Killing Eve, Julia Garner for Ozark, Sarah Snook for Succession, Tandy Newton for Westworld. Why do so- I always forget why some of these categories get like twenty? And some get three, you know. I don't know how it works. Okay, again, full disclosure, I don't, I didn't watch Big Little Lies. What? I know. Oh, um. It was, it was rather unremarkable, but it's like, I, I just don't have the capacity within me not to watch anything Meryl Streep does. Yeah. Um, See, I would pick Laura, I would pick Laura Dern over Meryl Streep in terms of my personal, like, who I, you know, who could have gotten me into that show. I'm mad about it, because I love Laura, so I'm (laughs) mad about it, but we'll have to talk. Uh, yes, Fiona Shaw in this season of Killing Eve was very good. She was. I think I'm giving this to Julia, Julia Garner for Ozark. I really am. She. I think she's one in previous. Is she the yeah. daughter? 
no she's well she's the young she you she's not the daughter but she's like the young another young girl she's she's one previously then yeah oh yeah she's been to season one and i think she, i think she i think she did take it before okay. she she to me carries the entire show even though i mentioned i mean i, love I mean that'd be pretty impressive if she took down meryl streep like yeah, that's the thing. And like, it's actually, it's crazy that I'm actually voting for someone that's not Meryl Streep. But I feel like Meryl Streep being willing to be in television, though, is going to tip a scale that yeah, good. they'll be like, oh, you've, you've been willing to be in this? Like, thank yeah. you. Here's your award. Please do more also, things. Think about how many years she was she creepy for, like, in it, too. Yeah, she was. And she was, I mean, she was great in it, obviously. I mean, but. she's Meryl. But, you know. but Meryl Streep is someone who I see as Meryl Streep in everything. Like, I don't, I, I don't, she cannot chameleon for me. She's just always. Oh, she chameleons for me. Yeah, I had a whole discussion about this the other day about how, like, she to me is, like, the ultimate chameleon. Really? Oh, like, when yeah. she, when, um, what was that, Julie and Julia? Oh, that, that one I feel like, but I didn't feel like she chameleon. But it was, that one I will give as, like, one of the closest ones. And I, would, I should say, later career Meryl Streep, not early career Meryl Streep. I was just going to say, I think the example I was using when I was talking about it was I was like, when I look at like Madeline Ashton and Death Becomes Her and I compare her even to like Miranda Priestly, I see a different lady completely. Like, See, I see Miranda Priestly in almost every character at this point. Interesting. She, if you look at like a breakdown of kind of her like tricks and ticks, you know, yeah. like she, she does employ a lot of the same, it's always the pursed lip and the like, you know, the very, this, she has a lot of stillness, which I think a lot of actors are not great at doing, but I do, I, I personally, at least there's plenty of actors who I also see this about that. I see like the same sure. exact, Steve Carell is one of those actually, where I'm just like, just you are Steve Carell in this, like. Um, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is not an actor. Tom Cruise really is just like an him. action star. Like, but he's just actor. like he's he's Tom Cruise in everything he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's no. He's exactly a perfect example, though. Where I'm like, oh, you're Tom Cruise is a watchable person, but Tom Cruise is Tom Cruise. Yeah. It was like the year that George Clooney for Descendants won over Michael Fassbender in Shame, and it was like, wait, what? <laughs> that equally, George Clooney also falls into that category for me. Um, Shame like, is right, such again. a good movie. Uh, yeah, no, I like. I mean, that's just a George Clooney thing. What was that awful movie that was like up for Best Picture that everyone was obsessed with, and it was because George Clooney produced it like about Matt the Damon Middle East, Damon. right? And it was like, like Matt oh, Damon. oh, 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 yeah, awful. It had the coherence of a music video, and everyone was obsessed with it. It got nominated for Best Picture, and it was just like Syriana, Syriana, yeah. yeah. The, oh, but he was in that, yeah. Was he? Oh yeah, that's right. All I right. think movie though, whatever. And I don't, I don't even remember seeing that movie. The movie is terrible, and it won so many awards, and it shouldn't have. That's bizarre. Moving on to supporting actor in a comedy series: Andre mm-hmm. Brower for Brooklyn Nine Nine, William Jackson Harper for The Good Place, Alan Arkin for Kaminsky Method, Sterling K. Brown for Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. What he's everywhere. Tony Shalhoub for Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Mahershala Ali for Rami, Keenan Thompson for Saturday Night Live, and Dan Levy for Schitt's Creek. Oh, gotta be Dan. I got. Yep. William Jackson Harper. Sorry. Really? Fucking right. a good place. Is that who you want to win or who you think will win? Oh. I think Dan Levy is going to win. I want William Jackson Harper to win. I would go Dan or Mahershala, to be honest. But um, I do love Dan, though. So that's a hard one for me. It's also like his last, it's the last chance, you know, if we do want to talk about. Well, it is for Good Place, too. But, but I feel like for Good Place, like William Jackson Harper didn't, isn't like the lifeblood of that show, right? Like he isn't the creator. He isn't the... Yeah, um, Dan Levy is a little bit more. Which is why, again, surprising that supporting actor, supporting actor, because he's yeah. not the supporting actor to me. We'll see on this one. I, I need to watch Rami. Like I, Andre Brower in Brooklyn Nine-Nine, though, is really Yeah, nice. I was going to say, I, I was a little, oh, okay. <laughs> like, it's, again, it's like an honor to be nominated. Like, okay, I'm glad he's getting recognized for it. Yeah, I'm here for it. Um, 
Oh, wow. Okay, the next category also is supporting actress in a comedy series. Betty Gilpin for Glow, Darcy Carden for Good Place, Yvonne Orji for, that's, I can't be how you pronounce her name, but I'm sorry, Insecure, Alex Borstein for Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Marin, Marin? Is that a name? Marin Hinkle for Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Kate McKinnon for SNL, Cecily Strong for SNL, Annie Murphy for Schitt's Creek. I did, SNL's getting some love this year. That's interesting. Who is Annie Murphy in Schitt's Creek? She's the sister. I'm going with Yvonne here. I love me some Molly. Yeah. Darcy is really good in The Good Place, though. Like, really good. I have I have heard that as well. But I also, I have a huge love for Kate McKinnon, too. I do, too. I'm surprised that Cecily Strong made it onto this. Yeah. But she's very good. I just, I, I'm always sort of surprised when SNL gets nominated. I was going to say that. It's not fair, but I, yeah. I don't, as much as I think there are so many incredible people on there and there have been historically, obviously, in wonderful careers launch. I, I, for some reason, I, I never consider them for this kind of stuff. I do think, I think like I a Kate know. McKinnon or Kristen Wiig. Yeah. You know, you have a couple of rocks. I think once uh, there must have been a certain point where they just started recognizing SNL actors yeah. occasionally. And like, you have these like outstanding people who eventually cross over also, I think. And yeah, that do. sort of yeah. kind of gives them a boost. But Cecily Strong is an interesting Not that I begrudge it. I think she's very funny on the show. No, I like Cecily. Yeah, but I, I wouldn't give it to her over yeah. Kate. Was... Alexis, that's who uh, Andy Murphy's character's name. Um, I, you know, no. she is such a funny character and she does have quite an arc, but I think, yeah. I think Yvonne for Insecure would make me really happy. Again, not watching Good Place, but having seen bits of uh, it, I think Darcy Carden would be a reasonable Darcy win. Such a good job. But I could also see Mrs. Maisel coming in and upsetting. I didn't get super into Glow, but um, oh, I love Glow. Yeah, no, I, I, I know people love it, and I, I think it was good. But for some reason, it just didn't really like hold my attention all that much. But I, um, I thought everyone in it was really good. Supporting actor in a limited series or movie is Dylan McDermott for Hollywood, Jim Parsons for Hollywood, Titus Burgess for Unbreakable, Kimmy Schmidt, Kimmy versus the Reverend. Yaya Abdul-Mateen II for Watchmen, Javon Adepo for Watchmen, I don't even know who he plays in Watchmen, uh, Louis Gossett Jr. for Watchmen. Javon played Will Reeves, I just looked it up. Oh, oh. The younger, the younger version of Hood of Justice, was he? Yes, I would, well, Yaya Abdul-Mateen though does just like a spectacular job, so I would, I would happily give it to him. It's nice to see. Yeah. Watchmen really nominated in this category. Yeah, it really is. And, and saying that though, I'm pretty sure that they're, so it's all of the actors for Watchmen are black. Um, Titus Burgess is black. I bet you they give it to Dylan McDermott or Jim Parsons for Hollywood. <laughs> like, that's just how it's going to go. Like, it's like Ryan Murphy money. Oh, we nominated four black people. Okay. Like, yeah. Uh, well, I, if there's four black people on here, let's vote for Let's one give it to. I like both of them well enough as, as actors, fine, but I would not give it to either of them. I think they're both fine, Me but too. yeah, I don't know. I, Jim Parsons, I think it was, he just felt like watching Jim Parsons to me, but it was like, you know, different for him in that it was a right. really funny role. But yeah, uh, and he, well, he was like darker and yeah, and he, and he was, I don't know, I would be happy if any of the Watchmen people got, I, I, so I love Kimmy Schmidt and I didn't watch um, um, Reverend Kimmy versus Reverend yeah. um, yet. It was fine. I, I love Kimmy Schmidt too, and I liked it fine, but I mean, if anytime Titus wins for that role, I wouldn't be mad about it. Oh, because so Titus did an incredible job. That's I didn't see this particular yeah. season, but I... I mean, the, the only reason I went, didn't watch Kimmy versus Red Room is because it's a choose-your-own-adventure, and I was just like, I don't have the energy to make decisions right now. You yeah. pick things for me. <laughs> like, yeah. Don't make me like explore every single possibility here. Just tell me a story. <laughs> like, yeah, I so. think with the Watchmen noms, I think I'd have to go with Jovan or... Uh, or Lewis here, because think about Yaya. I don't know. I I think he's I think he's good, but I don't know. I don't know if it's because I'm too close to 
to Watchmen. And I also, with the movie, love, I love Billy Credible's portrayal of Dr. Manhattan. I don't know if it's like, I'm comparing it way too much, but it kind of felt like a little bit of a regurgitation of that in a weird way, obviously with deeper layers. Yeah, I, I think- but, I think the way they set him up for the journey, though, is way different. And I think it's just because it's different. Oh, things, yeah, right? yeah, like, for sure. But I, I didn't find him very compelling as her husband, I guess. Um, I found him much more compelling when we when we come to the realization that he's John. As her husband character the whole time, I didn't, I, I was like, okay, cool, whatever. I was more focused on Regina. Yeah, but I think, but I think that's why having him be the supporting actor is like the perfect Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, like I think that's that is the definition of a supporting actor in that sense. Um, yeah, and I and I don't I wouldn't be mad if he won, but I think I would yeah. choose one of the other two for sure if I was doing a yeah. pick. But I think, I think I guess I'd give it to Titus just as a personal fave, I guess. <laughs> you know. But yeah, I mean, I would. I mean, again, as long as Hollywood doesn't win, I'm fine. <laughs> like, I yeah. that, yeah. like I don't know how else to say that. Like supporting actress in a limited series or movie is Holland Taylor for Hollywood. Uzo Aduba for Mrs. America, Margot Martindale for Mrs. America, Tracy Ullman for Mrs. America, Tony Collette for Unbelievable, and Gene Smart for Watchmen. Go on with Queen Tony. I mean, Queen Tony was spectacular on that. Gene Smart was a very hilarious like addition to Watchmen. Uh, she's—I don't think I, she's going to win, but I don't think so either. I was—I I, um, that was one of the evolutions of a character in that show that I saw a lot. <laughs> I was yeah. like, oh, okay, you know what I mean? Like when yeah, you're yeah. going from Laurie into that, I was like, okay. I feel like Uzo could like surprise. Yeah, I was like, I was gonna say Uzu could. She could take it. And again, in Mrs. America, I thought everyone was good. Like you know, I. I... This is this is a heavy hitting and also slightly older category. Yeah, it is interesting. And honestly, like, I'm mad about most of them winning. Yeah, and we're like, I know we're shitting on Hollywood, but Holland's good in it. Yeah, I was like, I was just gonna say, of all the people in it, Holland yeah. would be the one I'd be fine with. Like, right, yeah. like yeah, she like she's good. I feel like it's gonna be an Uzo, or I, I think actually Tony could absolutely. Tony always deserves. Always like, deserves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I, I wouldn't be super upset about anybody in this category. I also, I love Margot Martindale. Like character actress Margot Martindale for the win. Yeah. But I, she will not because she's Margot Martindale. And that's just how, what you get for being a character actress. But I love when they get recognized. Reality competition. The Masked Singer. Nailed it. RuPaul's Drag Race. Top Chef. And The Voice. I mean... I love both RuPaul, Drag Race, Top Chef, and Nailed It. And Nailed It was really funny. I think The Masked Singer will win. And I, I think will too. Um, didn't, don't watch it. I didn't don't understand it. it. I, don't, I didn't watch it either, but I mean, God, like it was airing while I was, we were in the office and everybody was yeah, talking people about who it. Really? People yeah. who would not talk about television or movies or whatever it was, you know, and obviously we are more ingrained in that type of stuff and watch a lot more, you know, but like people who would just do not, like even, even wouldn't necessarily talk about mainstream movies would talk yeah, yeah. about The Masked Singer. I get the excitement behind it, you know, I mean, yeah. people love a good like reveal thing. And my girl Rumor was on it, I guess, one season. So I was like, okay. Oh, well, I never watched any of it and none of my coworkers cared about it. Well, you work at a more refined workplace then. Well, I also, I mean, I work at a tiny startup, so it's like, no. Yeah. I mean, I work at like a relatively, I mean, it's not huge, but anyway, it was just, it was who was talking about it, I think was surprising to me, like in the breadth of who, you know, and-, and yeah, that's good, because for me, I would have just automatically picked, probably nailed it, because I feel like RuPaul's won before. And nailed it is actually a really good show. They yeah. did a really good job. It's really yeah. funny and well done. I, I agree. What I was gonna say for RuPaul, I mean, I watched, I literally am so late to that game, as you know, Jackie, but I literally watched that entire thing this year. Oh um, all of it or just this season? All of it. All of oh it. My God. Yeah. yeah. It, 
That's, I mean, that's a lot. I mean, I love it, but that's a lot of RuPaul. Before quarantine, it was very spread out. I was kind of like watching it, like an episode when I make dinner and like whatever yeah. here and there, you know? And then it was still going on when quarantine hit, so I just like finished it all. Wow. Um, and uh, I, I will say if this is season 12, I don't think that was their strongest anyway. No, so, I don't think so no. either. And I think yeah. the quarantine actually handicapped some of it, you know? Yeah, a little um, bit. Yeah, it was a little also, weird at the end. The stuff with Sherry Pie, though. I, I was going to say, they like, did what they could with that, but that yeah, was Yeah, it hurt the editing. It and hurt I, it really yeah. bad. And I found myself kind of irritated because for the first few episodes, at least, and maybe even more than that, I really liked Sherry Pie. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, no, I think Sherry you know, Pie is like, very watchable. And she um, was just, yeah, she was great for the show. Well, and she I clearly knew, made it to the finale. I knew she was yeah. going to make it. And that was annoying because it was like, well, God. And so I kind of think they should have brought back, um, what's her face, my girl, um, yeah. when Sherry Pie got eliminated or like, you know, disqualified, they should have brought. So well, we the problem is, is it didn't, it didn't air. I mean, they filmed all the stuff and didn't find out about sherry pie until exactly. after it was all in the can and i usually so, do a finale or you know later on right right so, so there was just nothing they could do yeah i mean they cut her out of so much of the show like uh, honestly they did a good job they're <laughs> good for them because they they really i mean they cut out like she didn't get runway half the time, so they 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 cut her out really as much as they could, which I actually thought was pretty. Apparently, overseas she was in it more, and I think that that oh. ah. I don't know when they're delivering episodes for what, but yeah, you can tell in the first few episodes it was much more like as normal, normal because those were clearly like complete episodes. They were right. like, we do not, we don't have the time. And then yeah, later on it was like, oh wait, she's still here because <laughs> we just yeah. see her sometimes. Yeah, there's a there's another show. There's sometimes where you just could tell they couldn't cut her out because they she was yeah. doing so well. Um, yeah, she's in a. Does anyone watch Below Deck? I don't. Yeah, but uh -huh. I, I've been told that I need to get into that. By I really like Below Deck. Um, it's yeah. it's a good mindless Bravo show. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But they had a similar situation this season where you know stuff came out about one of the deckhands who was prominently featured in the first half of the season. And then they, you know, clearly took a chopping like knife to the show. Oh, and I literally like, thought you were talking about Star Trek below. Oh no, the lower deck. No, 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 no. I'm talking about I'm talking about the Bravo I show. Like, I was like, I was like, Jackie, you like below deck? Yeah, I was. Well, I was like, super surprised by it. But, <laughs> you watch um, yeah, slight, slightly different shows. Only slightly. No. Um, but they they clearly like you know they clearly started cutting this guy out and I didn't realize that that's what had happened that you know they started cutting him out because he was just like and then so he's in like he's in a dinner shot you know that they just clearly could not frame him out of or whatever once they because it was all in the can already right and I was like what's happening here and then my sister explained to me she's like oh yeah he like tweeted a bunch of sexist you know and you could tell from his time on the show that he was just a monster but they just you could tell that they could not get rid of certain shots with him yeah. without completely you know ruining this the flow of the story and so bravo and reality in general likes to cast a bunch of monsters and hope that no one finds out they're monsters and then when they do they're like oh my god they're monsters oh no, oh, no. no. but like, we want to watch monsters is the thing right exactly. like that's why i'm sorry but the people who often end up being the monsters are usually the ones that i found the most interesting so it's like oh right <laughs> you exactly know? it's like well we don't want to if we wanted to watch nice people or even like not bad people that's what yeah. actual reality is this is why we want reality television because yeah. you know we just have a bunch of zoom calls you know yeah. like yeah, exactly our, like you know. our, well i don't know i i feel like mass singer or voice will take it but if rupaul or nailed it or even top chef which is fine you know yeah it's all fine i think i think mass singer will take it but i think i'd be most happy if nailed it got it yeah that'd be a fun underdog this is okay i don't understand how this category only has three variety sketch series black lady yeah. sketch show drunk history saturday night live I have a huge, huge bias here because my girl Daisha edited a huge amount of Black Lady Sketch Show. 
Yeah, it's just me. I know, I know someone who worked on back Black Lady Sketch Show. So that's I was like, I actually really, really did enjoy it also, but I will say that. <laughs> yeah, it was a good show. Too. Yeah. I do not have a bias, but I would like to see it win just because I think yeah. it shows that like, you know, comedy can great. come from. Yeah, I thought Robin TD, I mean, I just thought it was great. I do wonder if because, well, they must, I think everyone had to have voted already because Drunk History was canceled. And I feel like they, you know, if it had been canceled before the votes were done, that yeah. they might have been like, oh, that's too bad. And like given it a vote, but. Yeah, Drunk um, History kind of feels like over to me. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. it's kind of like, okay. Like it was really fun for a second. And then it's just kind of like, you know. I like it better as the YouTube show. Yeah, well, the, the clips yeah, will show yeah. up in like my Facebook feed and I'll watch those occasionally. I'm like, oh, this yeah, is yeah. Really funny. That's how I do SNL, honestly, too, is a lot of yeah. times I just watch the sketches that I see get posted at this. I don't really watch the whole thing unless there's like a, a guest that I'm like, a host that I'm like really into. I feel like I'll end up watching all of SNL anyway, except for this last season, which was just, yeah. but it's not their fault, I don't think. Like totally. Variety talk series, Daily Show with Trevor Noah, Full Frontal with Sam B. Uh, I don't know why I said Sam, like she's my friend, Samantha B. <laughs> Jimmy Sam. Kimmel Live <laughs> last week. I know, last week tonight with John Oliver and Late Show with Stephen Colbert. I mean- the reporting on last week tonight is necessary at this point. Yeah. I feel like last week tonight just does such a well-researched show. It is. It really is. I, I think I had to give it to that. I wouldn't be mad if my girl Sam B won though. I love, I think she's- I know. I just think, although I think like Trevor, what Trevor Noah is saying these days and the his vessel for the, you know, him being the vehicle for it. And it's also very funny and smart and cutting, especially given the time period that it's being nominated for could absolutely. Yeah tip the scales. But I think if that or last week tonight, what, like if Jimmy the Kimmel Live wins, I will revolt because that is a, just a garbage show of. Yeah, I'm not really, I don't, yeah. I'm I just kind think of surprised Kimmel it's not probably me. like a terrible person. Um, Wasn't stuff kind of like surfacing that he's Oh really? I mean, do you, does anyone remember the man show? Yeah. No, but I. That's the thing is I don't, I've never been like an avid watcher, but, but I keep. also I best friends with Justin out. Timberlake, who I'm certain is a douchebag. Yeah, I just, I don't get good vibes off Jimmy Kimmel. Like, I feel like, <laughs> like I am certain he's a jerk. <laughs> just like, I, I, I don't know that we've ever really heard anything. I mean, I don't see it. Sorry. Most, <laughs> most we've heard is that he sort of made out with that other actress who wasn't Jessica Biel. Oh yeah, which, come on, like Jessica oh. Biel is. I've always just hated the way he talks about Jessica Biel. Like everyone's always so excited about it, but he, all he talks about is how sexy she is all the time. And it just feels like, I don't know. That's her value. Yeah, like her value to him is that she's hot. Yeah, I think it's tough to see though, like the Jessica Beals and like the Beyonces of the world get cheated on. Cause I'm like, well, if they're gonna, you know, <laughs> what hope is there for the rest of us? <laughs> like, well, that's why, let's say, I mean, don't marry someone who only values you. Here. Of course, yes, absolutely. Yeah. That is, it, but that's what I mean is I feel like that's what he does. Like, yeah. Thing. Basically, anybody but Kimmel. That's <laughs> my <laughs> platform. Like, right, just not Kimmel. Well, I would love for Samantha to win, but I think John Oliver's show des deserves it because I feel like they are just so well researched. Like, yeah, but it, it's one of those things where it's like, well, they have a whole week versus Trevor Noah, who's doing this like daily, you know? Yeah. And that's not, it, it, they're just different, right? And it's, yeah, this it's is one different. of those ones where it's like, it's tough where they're all in the same category. Yeah. But that's a whole, that's a whole different beast and that's hard to do. So. You yeah, know. agreed. This is an interesting one that I feel like is starting to gain. I, I appreciate just coming from animation, et cetera, that like voiceover is now being recognized and like just animation in general is being recognized on a more mainstream front. So uh, character voiceover performance. 
I've got a I've got a robot in this game. Just gonna tell you. I do too. But I uh, do too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, big, big Mouth: How to Have an Orgasm with Maya Rudolph as Connie the Hormone Monstrous. Who, if you don't watch Big Mouth, please watch that show because it I is, have not. Oh my god, it's so funny and so lewd, but also really sweet. Cent- Central Park: <laughs> Leslie Autumn Jr. as Owen, which is on Apple TV Plus. Crank Yankers. And then Wanda Sykes as Gladys, The Mandalorian with Taika Waititi as IG-11, The Simpsons, Nancy Cartwright as Bart Simpson, Nelson, Ralph, and Todd, The Simpsons, uh, Hank Azaria as Professor Frank, Moe, Chief Wiggum, Carl, Cletus, Kirk, Sea Captain. I think we all can agree that we love Taika for IG. I mean, my favorite, you know, the child aside, I guess, my favorite moments of the entire show were IG-11. Agreed. It was so good. I needed more of <gasps> So I, I, I bought the Funko of IG-11 when, before, they, before the show had come out, before whatever, because I was like, well, it's Taika. Like, I got to, you know, I'll buy any Funko these days. Well, not these days, but, you know, like, I was like, I'm, I must have this. It's the Taika Waititi character. And then like, it just disappeared for a while. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Did I spend, like, $9 on just one token character, you know, whatever it was? And then Redemption. Redemption. I'm now, I'm so happy I have that one. I will say that was, that's, you know, and going back and looking at it all as a whole, it's, it's kind of, um, it changes perception of it a little bit for me too, but kind of with what Jackie was saying, I think with expectation on that show, it was like these characters and it was like all these people they were marketing. And then all of a sudden it was like, none of them are in the show ever. And then like, all I wanted was more of them. Like, like I wanted IG 11 to literally be there the entire time. Yes. I want that whole babysitting, like, yeah. Yeah, but I, you know, and it made me appreciate them when they would show up, but I was just, every time they'd not be there, I was like, but where are they? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that was my thing with the show. So I think on a, on a, on a rewatch, it's even different and you kind of, you know what to expect and stuff. And you're like, oh, okay, cool. And I, I, I want to think we could have more IG-11, even though I know, <laughs> I mean, I saw it. But... I mean, we, could, we don't know. Droids could have multiple, we could have like a backup they could, hey, Maybe of... it's consciousness, maybe it has like. Yeah, there's like, like a backup disc. Yeah, no, I want him to live on yes you can restore him and i mean i'm sorry but going back all the way to star wars and like looking at like ig88 and stuff and like you see him as a bounty hunter and it was always kind of like but how you yeah know? <laughs> you know what i mean and like uh-huh. when the way that in that first episode and then the last one of course but they showed him in action and stuff it was just like oh my god that's how yeah <laughs> all right not that that has to do with you know taiga but, <laughs> but but i do think having to he emote as a robot yes but also emote is well, and infuse his like brand of humor in an otherwise pretty serious show. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like kind of keep that that lighthearted Star Wars thing about these like heavier stories that Star Wars tells. Like they have to have that kind of, you know. Yeah, he has to fit into like a yeah. weird Western anthology. I, I just think, but yeah, I will say uh, Big Mouth on Netflix is yeah, it's, it's funny. And Maya, this is interesting that this is a category where like it's guys and girls. It's everyone, you know, yeah, like anybody. That's like, it's kind of like, it's not just like best performance by an actress or, you know, and Maya... I, I, mean, I just, I have a thing for Maya. You could, she could win any award and I'll probably believe that she deserves it. I, I do think she deserves <laughs> this one. But yeah, but I think, I think watch Big Mouth because it is good, but we'll, I, I think we all agree. To, we want Taika. <laughs> yeah. And then looking at animated program, Big Mouth, Disclosure yeah. of the Movie, the Musical, Bob's Burgers, Pig Trouble in Little Tina. So it must be for episode singular. Bojack Horseman, The View from Halfway Down, Rick and Morty, The Vat of Acid episode, The Simpsons, Thanksgiving of Horror. I I'm have gonna seen go with Big zero Mouth. of these things. Big Mouth was hilarious, but BoJack Horseman was surprisingly serious and sentimental. And like, I 
it was like a real, sh- you know, not just an animated show. It was like an yeah. actual serious show at times that I thought I really enjoyed. I'm not versed enough. I, I That's on a list. People have told me to watch Bojack. I haven't. I've seen some Rick and Morty. I've seen some Bob's Burgers, but uh, Bob's, Bob's Burgers. I can't even talk. Um, of course, I've seen some Simpsons, but I'm just on a bias here. I mean, I'm just saying Big Mouth's the one I've seen the most of. So. Yeah, I think, I think though, if it's for these particular episodes, View from Halfway Down is like a very thoughtful episode. Okay. Yeah, I watched, I watched all of Bob, Bob's, not Bob's, uh, Bojack Horseman was another one I binged, like, okay, because it was ending, and I was like, okay, well, fine, whatever, and then I watched all yeah. of it, and especially, actually, I think this group in particular will like it, because all the jokes are Hollywood-related jokes, like, oh, some of the puns funny. about, like, different movies or actors or whatever are just so ridiculous and clever, and I, yeah, I would actually consider watching it again, but we'll see, and then we're gonna end on short-form animated program, because Forky asks a question, Yes, 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 yes. I have a quirky yes. in this. Uh, in this yeah, thing. and those are uh, uh, Robot Chicken, Santa's Dead, spoiler alert, Holiday Murder Special Thing, Steven Universe Future Fragments. That's a Steven Universe Future, I guess is the name of the show. I mean, I well, like the short form animated program as being is a category. Yeah. Yes. And I, also. Yeah. And well, also, I mean, Matt's sister did I mean, I, I, animation I, on Forky asked a question. So well, we I mean, really she literally are. animated on that episode. Yeah. So, right. like, so we're literally voting for that. But we are cl- we're clearly objective <laughs> ca- like people. Oh, in. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I'm not even lying. I can't even remember the other ones you said because I tuned out because I was like, it's... Well, that's the one that wins. It's gotta be yeah. Jamie Ryan, you know? <laughs> I mean... And that episode, animator, Jamie that, Ryan. That episode was also like, I mean, again, I'm... And that was such a cute one like I thought they were all cute but that one I just thought was so um and you know with like uh, was it um Ch- with Cheryl and they had so <laughs> many different camp like so many big names in that one I thought was just Cheryl, so cool. oh. so. I I but I do say like I've heard good things about Steven Universe I don't watch yes. it I think there's like I have heard I, that's on a list I've like, heard ah. amazing things about it I haven't watched it either yeah. And I've seen um, some Robot Chicken. I have not seen this. Uh, stuff. Yeah, I do. But, like, I love some of the humor on Robot Chicken. Like, yeah, yeah. No, I've, so I've, gross. But their yeah. Star Wars specials are. Yes. That's what, I, that's what I've seen. So I, st- <laughs> like, I still quote the like, what the hell's an aluminum falcon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So basically, having gone through all of this. Yeah. I don't, I don't care this year. I mean, I care oh, because okay. I just get so wrapped up in the award shows. But like, yeah. I don't. We ended on the category that I have the most care about. I think the, the last yeah. few categories because we want yeah. Taika to. Taika, my friend Daisha, an editor, Jane, my sister. Like, I've got more, like, <laughs> more at stake. The thing is, this is like, I'm like, I want Daisha to win, I want Jamie to win, yeah, yeah. and then the rest of it. And usually, I don't need to know a person involved in no. order to be no. like really into it, you know? Sometimes um, I feel like it hurts for me because I'm like, oh, I lose my objectivity where I'm like, right. I don't know what that I want. Yeah. But um, this year, I'm not like, None of the categories, I was like, I will die if this person yeah, yeah. Like, Well, there's also so few shows. And I, you know, nor, you can't blame the quarantine for that because no. this, you know, this had no, they a only, whole- They nominated what, I mean, it, it would be interesting to go through and count how many shows there are nominated. But well, I would- So many repetitive nominated. I mean, even though we should recognize different people for their different performances, of course, but it's like so many of the same shows nominated three times in the same category. And you're like, mm, you know, like- boring, you know? And I, I will say though, and this is a general takeaway that I have after most award show, whether it's the Oscars, the Globes, the Emmys, and I don't know if it's me being biased also here, but I gotta say, I think we have so many more talented actresses out there than actors. I would- I really think it. And I, I don't know if it's just because historically here with like in the industry and women have to actually work harder to get 
even some of the recognition that the men get or the different kinds of roles, this kind of stuff. But there are so many strong actresses and every every actress comment or category you went through, I had like four people I was like, oh, but, but, and then actors, I was like, I guess that guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, but then, but I, it's also, it's, is it because the actors they nominated, right? Because it like, I- be. Yeah. But I feel that way more often than not, best actress category at the Oscars is my biggest usually, if it's not and best picture, but best actress, I always have someone in that game. I'm like, this, she has to. I also, I think, I think to your point, it's because they have to work harder, right? And so the performances have to be like, they have to have more breadth and performance and, you know, whatever it is. Whereas the guys, like the bar is lower. It's like, oh, you, you just just breathe. Yeah, you showed up. (laughs) And, and that's the thing too, is like, I, like you talked about, maybe it's also, you know, we're all three of us. I think I can speak for you both saying that we crave diversity at this point and love it. And we, we said, we, we looking at this, it's like, okay, you know, why is it that the women are the ones who have to be the diverse, diverse group here. And um, I think that that probably kind of carries over more than we even realize in movies and all kinds of stuff where it's like, so we're excited about different roles, probably at least me more than I am about a lot of the the male roles that I'm seeing. Yeah. I'm currently, I'm looking up. I'm like, are there shows missing from this list? Like snow. Yeah. Who's been snubbed. And I don't, and maybe it's just because I can't think of it on the spot. It's very hard because the way we watch TV is so different than it used to be. Yes. Yeah. That like, I feel like because you can just binge things, it doesn't give you very good understanding of when it aired. So it's very hard to know what's actually being snubbed because it doesn't mean, you know, cause I could have watched it a while ago at this point and really have no idea that it aired Well, and honestly, the cutoff, it's helpful that you looked it up, but the cutoff dates are just hard for me and confusing because that's what I love about the way the Globes and the Oscars do it. It's like, if it came out in 2020, it was, it was potential to be nominated. They could be submitted. Like the cutoff is, you know, like that kind of thing, like where it's like, it's easier because it's like, oh, it's just that year, you know? (laughs) Yeah. This um, calendar year that we all understand. I do have a couple HBO shows that I'm like, oh, I'm surprised. Yeah. What are they? Silicon Valley had its last season. Okay. I love Silicon Valley just because it's a documentary to me. Uh, Righteous Gemstones, I thought was a very funny comedy series that could yeah. have, it's certainly not for everyone, but it was very funny. Oh, I didn't watch that. I don't know. Oh, I highly recommend. I mean, it's, it's like Danny McBride and like Southern, they're like uh, that, what, evangelical pr- preachers or, and, but it's, it's like making, not making fun of, but it's, it's, it, it's in that world and it's very yeah. hyperbolic and it's just like John Goodman is in it. Black Monday, oh, The Affair ended? That one, I don't, love that show but I feel like they love that show yeah they did I thought that that's been nominated for I didn't realize Shameless is still on yeah Homeland ended then Netflix had... Homeland hasn't been good for a while though I mean Netflix has a lot of them that I I feel like this has to do with them being like strategic about how they nominate stuff yeah and choose to like I, and I didn't watch it but 13 Reasons Why I feel like is one they could have Afterlife could have been a, it's a award bait you know it's Ricky Gervais yeah, I'll say that the season of 13 Reasons, not this most recent one, but the one before it, which I think would be with the cut. I mean, I don't remember when the most recent, I think it was kind of, re- it was like June. So I don't know when the cutoff would have been, but the most recent, the one before the most recent, I thought was actually pretty good. It's interesting because yeah, that's over too now. So, you, you know, they don't want to. Bojack Horseman is only up for one. I guess a lot of these are, oh, Grace and Frankie. Ooh. Oh, I love Grace and Frankie. You've got Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin. Like, how are they? Maybe it's a season thing where like it showed up. I was trying to think. I mean, this last season wasn't as good as the previous. Yeah. No, but if you want to talk about characters who live, they'll like, you know, the, the Kaminsky method is like the male equivalent and they, 
Well, it's not as funny. Well, I don't know. I've only seen You know, just in terms of like being like, okay, well, these are people who, if they enter a race like a Meryl Streep, people are like, people just pay attention. Orange is the new Blackheads last season. I didn't watch it. Wow, a lot of things that. The Politician, which I, I did not. Um, oh, I liked The Politician. I liked it, but I don't think it necessarily. Could I saw pretty, pretty strong performances, but yeah, it's, it's interesting nothing, especially because. I mean, if we're just going to talk about, you know, Ryan Murphy and stuff like that, it's, yeah. it's, you know, we're looking at the amount that Hollywood got. And I think, I mean, I thought the politician was better than Hollywood. I would agree. I, the fact that Queer Eye wasn't nominated for anything, just even as like a reality True, yeah. as a limited series. Um, Sex Education, I think, is one of the most interesting shows on, on Netflix. I haven't seen it. I don't know. Oh, I don't great. know that one. I'm trying to think back. It's with Jillian Anderson. It's in that UK, like little, yeah, little yeah, yeah, town yeah. in I England. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I thought that was fun. I thought, um, what about, I mean, I know I wasn't the one who watched it, I guess, but um, Defending Jacob should have been in the time period for this. Defending Jacob is in the time period. And that um, got nothing? Like Amazon didn't put up any of their stuff, basically. Well, I don't know if they didn't put up, it didn't get nominated, except for Mrs. Maisel, but I think they knew that that would. Yeah. Um, Defending Jacob is in the time period for Mankind, which is not amazing, but I, I enjoy. Well, speaking um, of Apple shows, I really, really liked Dickinson. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Really? I did not. Oh, I, I, oh, I didn't watch so it. Funny. I didn't watch it. I did not watch it. Oh, I thought Dickinson was hilarious. I thought it was so funny. Really? And I, I thought oh, it was I, so good. Totally be I right. thought it was like, oh, I thought it was better than The Great, actually. Oh, I did too. I liked The Great fine, but like- I, I liked The Great, it. but I think that Dickinson was better. It was like the same sort of feel. Yeah. But I think Dickinson did it better. And then I guess Truth Be Told would have been, I mean, because I, I mean, I didn't think that was like amazing or anything, but I thought, um, you know, it was a little different for Octavia. But actually, uh, for example, the, the great, you know, could have yeah, been nominated. Have been. or I, They might have put it up for, yeah. I mean, either way, I think it just shows that like, there's only like five shows apparently, according to them, that are right. watchable. But then, but then, yeah, it makes you wonder what did they submit? Because it was like, it's kind of like even with like Oscar season last year, there was all this like, wow, like Just Mercy didn't get any kind of nod, but then it came out that they didn't submit in time or something. And it was like, yeah, oh. Just so Mercy you, it's like okay, hard though. to know. There's always these weird rules. You know what show I love that never gets any nomination though is The Bold Type. What is The Bold Type? It's on um, Freeform. It's like- um, That's why it doesn't get any nomination ever. Yeah. Not that, not that, nothing against, yeah. but like- It's a super fun, it's a fun show. I will say, I think their most recent seasons are getting like- They're not as good. But the first season was really good. But yeah, I mean, it, you know. It's um, Joanna Cole's kind of, I think, co-created, and it's kind of roughly like about, it's like they all work at this magazine, um, you know, publishing house. And, uh, but it's, it's like really, I don't it's know. It's like a softer try at like a little younger Sex and the City type of thing. Like, you know, yeah, it's, it's yeah, but great. it's, um, that, but you know. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like politically forward, is that probably? Yeah, yeah, very politically forward. Okay, wait, I do want to talk about one more category because I didn't even realize it existed. And I was just like st scrolling. There is a category called in, there's an interactive programs. Oh. So like Big Mouth Guide to Life on Netflix, Doctor Who The Runaway. The, oh, those are the only two for der derivative interactive program. And then there's interactive, original interactive program, the, methi, the, the, methi, the Messy Truth VR Experience on Oculus. And the other reason I saw that caught my eye because I was like, why is Brie Larson, Brie Larson producer, Van Jones producer, executive producer, rebuilding Notre Dame on Oculus and then why we stayed home on Oculus. I'm like, what is this? And then like interactive extension of a linear program, Mr. Robot, Stranger Things, Westworld. Like there are all these like weird cat, not weird, more niche categories that I realized that we, we didn't cover every Emmy, you know, category. Well, on that but, first one, that was like, you were saying interactive program. 
I mean, would, I don't know even know if it's the right year, but would like Bandersnatch, that was a film though, huh? So that wouldn't have been- Well, but that's, that's to me why uh, Kimmy Schmidt getting nominated is yeah. interesting because that has to be, that, that's the same format, right? Like that yeah, is- Yeah, exactly. So. Interesting. Full disclosure, I couldn't do Bandersnatch, but same. I'm not a big choose your own adventure guy. So but <laughs> that, of, that's my thing. That's why I didn't, like, I love Kimmy like, Schmidt. Tell me the story you want to tell and I want to I know that story. Like, I don't right. want to have to like figure out what the most interesting story is here. Like, just give it to me. Well, yeah. I also feel compelled to like, I'm like, well, I want to watch all of them then. Because what if I pick the wrong one? And I'm like, that's exactly. a lot more time commitment than I'm willing to, to commit. So like 15 minutes in, I was like, oh no, this isn't going to be, this is going to be for me. Um, but I, I don't even know if that would have been in this, the right year. I mean, the years are all blending for me right now. So, Do we feel that seeing this nomination list, there's anything that we're going to go back and watch or watch for the first time as a... No. <laughs> I'll watch Rami. I think Rami is the one Yeah, thing. I was going to say, I would recommend... I mean, you, you're not even going to go back and finish Watchmen or finish anything, Mox? I mean, I might, but I'm not going to, like, guarantee I'm going to do it before the Emmys. Oh, no, no not, not before the oh, Emmys, but no. just in general. In, in general, general, is there like, anything like, off this list? that it's like, okay, you know what? I really am gonna. Oh, I wanna finish Watchmen for sure. Like that's, might, you should absolutely. I might sit here and I mean, honestly, depending on on my level of like, you know, needing things to do, I might I might take a, a dive back into The Crown and see if I can get myself to- I was about Watchmen. to say, I, I think The Crown is one of those shows that I would really like if I could just yeah. get- I need asked. to give it my time, you know what I yeah. mean? Um, because yeah, it's it's hard to, I, I believe it's as amazing as everyone who loves it thinks it is. It's just, I I don't know, I just couldn't get super into it. But if I go back, because I, I am more curious as we get to the kind of more modern, as you were saying. Um, and well, I also really want to finish Insecure because I'm not- Yes, finish that. Insecure, that oh, one is- gosh, That's homework. Yeah, I mean, I, I, well, I will tell you as someone who, you know, sees the merits, but is kind of in the middle about Mandalorian as a whole, I might go back and rewatch that before season two. Just because oh, I one hundred percent will just you know just because it's like you know why not like go back and like knowing everything. Well, it looks like some of the characters we know are going to be back, so that excites yeah. me. I love yeah. that we always come back to Mandalorian. That we always find out like eh, we're talking well, about all this, but also Star Wars. <laughs> well, we're Star Wars people. What are you going to do? I know, I know. <laughs> Help it. I know. I love that. It's like oh. what I would love to be able to do before Mandalorian starts is finish all Clone Wars, but I yeah, always you I keep trying and it just never it's too much. Yeah. It ends up being, well, because the problem is it didn't air in order either, so it's homework. So you just have yeah. to, like, they have lists, but, StarWars.com like, has the list. I the know, list. But, yeah. but you can't just, like, have it on in the background because you, you have to, like, right, you have to, right, 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 right. All the time because yeah. it's not aired in order, which is so annoying. Yeah. That's already more energy than I want to give to it. Exactly, because nope. if it could just play <laughs> while I did things, then I would yeah, yeah. have enough of it. This is, this is relevant, but spe speaking of Star Wars and then speaking of Mandalorian and then yeah. bringing it back to... Uh, I finally watched the first now four episodes of the boys season two because we hadn't watched it last oh, week. Um, I'm only, I've only done two episodes. I need to get I need to catch all the way. But up. I forgot because I rewatched season one at the end. Uh, Giancarlo Esposito is on that show. Yeah, like he's doing so well on TV. Like so happy. I for finally him. started the boys again. A show that was missing from this list. True. Yeah. I mean, they really the problem I'm having right now, and I get that this is sort of the point and that whatever, but they're treating the women so horribly in this. I'm having trouble. Yes. You, if like, you are yeah. just a few episodes in, you will just stick with it. Yeah. yeah. And that's what I know. I know that. And it's like, it's good enough. To, like, it's one of those shows where it's good enough that I like. Jackie, you just have to get through season one. Yeah. Just get into <laughs> one. But no, I actually a, yeah. am vaguely interested in it. It's yeah. just. 
it's hard to watch because they're so bad to all oh, of yeah. the characters. I'm just like, whoa. And that's like what I was trying to say to you without like spoilers and stuff. Just kind of like, if you kind of try to view the whole thing through the lens of it being like, kind of just a kind of a big like commentary, like a, a parody commentary on comic books in general right. and like the, the modern superhero film, you know what I mean? And, and like that kind of how it's just this superhero yeah. frenzy everywhere. It's kind of like playing on all of these like uh, stereotypes and different things that we see in a way and, and uh, it, to me it doesn't in a really smart way and I but I could see I see where you're coming from yeah but I do think I do feel it, it eventually yeah yeah I think I think I think you'll get to that point where you're like okay yeah I, I like this I will someday but we'll two see. other two other things before you wrap up here I was to say because Disney plus there's not a lot we talk about Mandalorian but what about like the Imagineering story I love oh the Imagineering story was so good I, I guess I'm biased I'm a Disney guy but then also I think it was late June, so maybe it missed the cutoff, but it might have uh, into the unknown. The, the like making. Oh yeah, I was, was the making of Frozen. Oh, okay. That was so good, okay. Frozen Two. So Imagineering Story does have one nomination, oh, and for, that is for oh, narrator. Queen Angela. Yeah, mm, great. She did good. Give it to her. Yeah. <laughs> it's up against. She's up against Black Patriots, Heroes of the Revolution on history with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar as the narrator, The Elephant Queen on Apple TV Plus with Chiwetel Ejiofor as the narrator, Serengeti on the Discovery Channel with Lupita Nyong'o as the narrator, and Seven Worlds, One Planet, Antarctica, David Attenborough as the narrator. That is a, that for me, that's actually like the toughest category we talked. Yeah, I was like, look at them given all this, this wonderful inclusion here being like, well, you don't, look how inclusive we are, even though you don't see their faces, but yeah. look how well, also, but, like looking below it, I guess host for a reality TV competition. Oh, queer, queer Eye did get nominated. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, that's true. We should, but yeah. But it, but we want. We, let's be honest, though. We want like the best reality show, or we want best. You know, we don't want. Well, uh, maybe although, it's a really cute one. Although Queer Eye is not a competition show, and I guess we didn't look at best reality competition show. Right? But it's it's being it's for host for a reality. This is host, but yeah. Yeah. But I mean, in the category we looked at, those were competition. That's reality. true. That's very true. Oh, yeah. that is true. Oh, television movie. That one we missed. They're so weird. It's such a weird, so many categories. Yeah, it's really, really vast. And there's like three different Emmys, like, right? Because there's like the daytime and then there's like the, so it's like- Creative go, arts and yeah, then- Yeah, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so good for them, but yeah, a lot of- uh, oh, lot Actually, of there's some pretty good in the the kind of like lesser mainstream, but that's the other thing. I think the other, the, the weirdest thing about this year is like, usually we kind of categorize it by what will be televised and what will not. And and so the fact that anything could be and anything could not be so is going to make it weird. So we we talked about the stuff that's like normally televised, but some of this other stuff that I think every year gets overlooked. It's like, well, why not just make it like a 20 hour Twitch stream? <laughs> just... yeah. Oh, do you see structured reality program? Love is blind. Don't forget it. You know? Oh, love. Oh my God. Love that's that show. Blind. So fun. Uh, that would be. I remember, we had a moment. Oh, okay. Queer Eye well. got nominated okay, for structured good, reality good. program. All right, all right. Shark Tank. So okay. Very Brady Revenovation. Oh, what this? Okay, this is this is why I feel like people don't take these other categories oh, as seriously. Oh, Cheer! Cheer was fantastic. Cheer was really good. I also have been enjoying Amy Schumer learns to cook. <laughs> that I wouldn't. I uh, her but. her documentary on HBO Max was just great. Yeah, it really was. Also, I want I gotta say, I don't know. I really quite enjoyed Hillary on um on Hulu. Hillary's oh, I did talk. Yes, but it was, just makes me was... so sad and like Oh, it is oh I'm it is just I, I mean, just... thought I think I sobbed several times, but it is like it, it was a mix of I hated reliving certain things, but then also like a mix of being able but like seeing her the way she is now and she was and she was just like not caring happy and whatever. in a good way she yeah on with it and, and made peace and this and that and now she's fighting this way or that way it 
I found it somewhat inspiring, but I, but overall, I was, I watched it twice, honestly. I just thought it was really well Oh, done. Catherine the Great it got nominated for something. Oh, okay. Yeah, like sound editing. This is where I've, I've just scrolled to like the nitty gritty yeah, yeah. parts of, I don't know, we'll see. I, the other thing is I'm like, I guess I'll watch it. Yeah. But not that I already watched Captain Gray, but um, I'll, I'll watch the Emmys, but it's a weird year. It's a weird year yeah. for it. McMillions is really interesting. Oh, McMillions had a lot of prem like promise and then kind of fell off for me. It's true. It was more like the idea was really interesting, but like it was, yeah. I, yeah. And I was also like, I also just couldn't tell too many of the characters were named the same thing. And, and I also was like the fact that the Hamburglar was not at the heart of it at the end of it was the most missed opportunity the in most. terms of just <laughs> McDonald's jokes. Well, I didn't watch any of it. I don't know if I'd, I'd pick some of the other stuff, that, but all right, well, thank okay. you both for joining. We'll, uh, we'll see what happens with some of these, but I, I think the good thing is no friendships will be broken over this because we all just don't yeah. care that much about any of these. Yeah. yeah. Not, in a, not in a terrible way, but. Yeah. You, you know. guys can stay. You can stay. Yeah. yeah. For now. Yeah. For now. For now. We'll see. Okay. Well, thanks. <laughs>